Welcome to Faith Over Breakfast. You are listening to a podcast by Pastor Eric Seepin and Pastor Andy Littleton. If you enjoy Faith Over Breakfast, we encourage you to rate it on the Apple Podcast app, on Spotify, or Google Play. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. Oh, well, welcome to Faith Over Breakfast. My name is Eric Seepin. I'm pastor of the Village Church. And across from me is Andy Littleton, and he is pastor of Mission Church. We pastor with a lot of other pastors, so just to make clear, we're not claiming to be the only ones. No. Um, but that's we, we actually did two podcasts in a row, maybe even three. <sighs> so that's pretty great for me. As yeah. those of you who got to hear our conversations, <laughs> which uh, I have heard a couple of people say that was so great, and I still I'm still baffled by it. But yeah, yeah, hey, cool. Glad yeah. you like to hear us work it out. Argue. They like to hear. hear <laughs> they like to know that people have relationships that sure. is forced to be worked out. Anyway, we just talked about how we got into ministry. A little bit Why? of call, um, maybe miserable days. Yeah, uh, for uh, for my son. Yeah, <laughs> and your daughter yeah. as their computers malfunction. <laughs> Technology, man. So enjoy. Thanks yeah. for spending time with us. Thank you. Check, 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 check. Oh, hey, what's up? Hey, Andy. Good to see you. Thank you. Came rushing over here. Yeah, I am not Russian, but you're not Russian. The Russians in the news—they withdrew from somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, I, I think so. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I can't, I can't say I understand. I have a great grasp on world politics and exactly what if that means. I mean, yeah, yeah me neither. Yeah. And uh, yeah. How are you doing? Did you have uh, something you want to talk about? No. No? Just welcome to Faith Over Breakfast and here we are. Yeah. Waiting for the waitress to come and get your coffee order. Yeah. And, uh, well, yeah. I'll just say, so here's, here's. I had a hectic day yesterday. You had a hectic day? Hectic. What yeah. was hectic about it? Well, um, hmm. <laughs> the day. The day. Y- yeah. I mean, do you ever have one of those where you're just, you know, everything feels you're a little perpetually behind and then yeah, extra it's, things. It's called Tuesdays, Andy. <laughs> No, 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 this is a whole nother deal. I'm talking about Monday and, uh, and then you're like, I got to get somewhere. Oh, I'm out of gas and I got to stop. And so there's just the like, yeah. and then my daughter, you know, calls me and goes, my computer cord literally snapped off and I can't use my computer. This mm. is why I've been needing a new battery. I'm like, right. Yeah. But. So now, uh, what do we do? Um, I hear you. You know, one of those. Feel your pain. And then there's, and that's, and you know, that's just a couple of the things. So, so that's. Have yeah. I ever had a day like this? No, but. You've never had one, no. No, I may have, but my son recently had a day like this that I thought I might, I could offer you as con- like a consolation. I don't want it. Okay, never mind. No, I'm just <laughs> And Why don't thick. you just read me Alexander and the not good, very bad, horrible day or whatever yeah, it is? It's pretty, but he had one of those. Yeah. No, you can tell me about so, that. So he, he decides to go to Target and he makes uh, some weird joke to my wife about how, you know, he's going to get in an accident or something like that. Oh. And then turning into Target, in he uh, accidentally ran into a phone pole and, you know, ripped off yeah. our bumper on the car. So that's, that's part one. Okay. Part two is then he goes to school day or two later 
and dumps an entire cup of coffee oh. that he put sugar in his coffee, apparently, or as a sweet drink, all over his brand new laptop. Oh. So then he, so that's bad, you know. Then, yeah. then number three is uh, he has this really cool, I don't know if you've seen these things, but they're paper tablets. Oh, I've, I've kind of I've heard. It's yeah. like it really tries to imitate paper, but it allows you to digitally yeah. organize everything. Yeah, yeah. That was it. stolen at the U of A from him. And, yeah, so then it continues. Then he was having trouble with, uh, he has all of his college paid for, but then they were trying to charge him $4,000. Yeah. And so it's just one of those, that he's had a series of events where you're like, wow, you've just got initiated into adulthood. Yeah. And that's, that's uh, it all happened at once. So what I hear you saying, my consolation prize is just like, welcome to adulthood. With, you know, you're saying my son has entered adulthood, which sucks. Yeah. And you're telling me that's just... Well, I feel like well, now. Thanks. Just, That's very pastoral. Your you. uh, your your daughter getting her cord ripped off or whatever. I feel yeah. like it's not. You've already experienced everything, and now you yeah. get this moment, at least with her, to experience all of the calamities, the calamities. <laughs> again. Yeah, but nice. you had more calamities. It sounds like so. The laptop was just the beginning of your day. Yeah. No. It, and the gas it, station. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I say all that. I also just had had an incredible. Um, so, so my, my favorite part of the day and this actually, okay, this is Monday. Here's our topic for the, for the day. Topic for the day. What this, these words came out of my mouth. So I was trying to relate to my family why the day was just, just hectic. And Mm -hmm. I was kind of going, ah, you know, and just, and then, but then I went, you know, but there's this hour and a half where I was sitting with a guy who's a new believer and we read the Bible together and I just got, he asked me just, he had questions hearing him think through what something might mean and me going, Oh yeah, I wouldn't even, I didn't think of it that way. You're, it's cool to hear your take on it as a fresh set of eyes. Um, so we just read the first Psalm. Spent about best Psalms in the whole yeah. thing. And, and that in was my, my humble opinion. So these words came out of my mouth. I said, that's why I got into ministry and I want to be doing more of that. And I think maybe my, the rest of the day, you know, it was, and it wasn't just ministry stuff, but maybe it helped me see how good that part was. I don't know. But, but even, even without the rest of the day, even if the rest of the day had gone smooth, that still yeah. is what, why I got into ministry and what I wish I was doing more of. So maybe that, why did we get into ministry? What do we wish we were doing more of? This is a message to our church's denomination, the world. Here's what, here's why we did this. What, here's yeah. what we want to do more of. Eric. Well, I mean, I'm going to maybe take us down a different road. No, 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 this, no, 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 no. This is a good it's, road. It's parallel to your road. Parallel. Okay. Why did I get married? Right. Okay. I was deeply, deeply infatuated, yeah. uh, sexually uh-huh. attracted all these wonderful, lovely things to my wife, and I just wanted to spend the rest of my life with her. It turns out, yes, the longer I spend with her, like I got to re- really hard to get that special times with her, you know, because there's all of these other yeah. things. Like we yeah. produced two image bearers that seem to require a lot of work, and they um, get their stuff stolen, yeah, and, and, and run into poles, and then you know you get yeah. sick, 
and that there's all these factors that I guarantee you I did not really contemplate. No, of course not. At at 23 or 18 not. when I fell in love with my wife. And I feel the same way about being a pastor. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, for I sure. I was infatuated with the moments of conversion. I was infatuated with the long conversations with people yeah. about really meaningful and yeah. deep things. And uh, I get all of that, but there's a lot of things. Like today, I was sim- before you got here, I was doing an analysis of, to try to break down how many, like where the children are in age groups and structures in our church. Is this okay? Ooh. Eric just started writing a Word document, whether he wanted to or not. I think we're good. There we go. Yeah, we're fine. So I'm just doing some analysis. You know, do I like analysis? Yes, not as much as I... It's right. it's it's a thing I got to do. Yeah, and I, you know, look, I, I get that. I understand and what you're saying. Though. Yeah, I, I do, and I... I I do. I see. I see all of that. There are necessary things that come along with any any passion of our. Some of it's just maybe the fall to some degree, and some of it is just yeah, like good good things take work and maintenance and and sure. various like thoughtfulness. And it's not all just the uh, I don't know. The, there's peaks and valleys, right? Yeah. You've got to accept them all. Um, and I. I see that. Yeah, well, and I'm not trying to like get you there. I I think I got into ministry for many of the same reasons you did. I think when it comes to careers and and life in your work, you do have to enjoy thirty percent of like thirty percent of your job better be like a real sweet spot or something you can enjoy a lot. Yeah. So let's let's get at that because I assume for for others for for you and I the that were. We have to fight for that 30%. And I think what I was thinking about, as I even as I think about this week, more early into it, as we record these on Tuesdays, early, um, yeah, I, I hope there's 30% of that. But I'm not positive as I look at it. There, there are parts that fit into that. When I do um, the infused gathering that we do, I very much feel like, yes, like this is – I just I, – I'm like, this is what I – this is why I'm here. This yeah. is doing this kind of stuff. That conversation, new believer reading the Bible, like yeah. I want more of that. But yeah. I I suspect the percentage is often lower than 30%. Mm. And that maybe is what I'm grappling with. Yeah. Can I can I give you a little bit of old person advice? Absolutely. I mean, in, in the sense that <laughs> I, I understand where you're at and the sense of ministry because – you're at a place in your life where you see the significant impact you can have and you, that you're in the middle of building something both at your church and in your business. And then also in the wider like Christian community that has impact, but it also is in a process. Yeah. And so there is uh, an excitement about the potential and maybe a little bit of burden to building the foundations for those things to happen. Um, Right. And yeah, so I, I think, yes, it's difficult to find sometimes the thing that you really love and enjoy. I will say after, you know, 20 some odd years of planning a church and being in ministry since I was 18, I have gotten to the place where I'm like, well, I do pretty much enjoy all of it. Okay. Um, some, but I have to reset a lot. Mm-hmm. So there has to be a reset. Um, or I do get overwhelmed and I start thinking, why am I doing this? And so I do, I take a lot of like 
this coming year will be an interesting sabbatical year for me. Okay. And that is resetting. Right. And doing the thing, like saying, okay, I need to actually focus on the thing I really, really enjoy or the things that I really need to get better at. And and I'm going to have to allow some of the things that, you know, I'm good at, but maybe are, are distracting me to go to the side or allow other people to pick those up so that I can hmm. do those things. Yeah. And I, 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 I uh, flourish in my job when I'm able to be creative, when there's enough time for me to have creative outlet within my church and, right. and what I'm doing, both ministry wise. And so, yeah, I think there's a, I think part of it is the analysis. If, if the, if the sitting with new believers and is the thing that you really want to be in, ministry about then maybe you got to think about how do i how do i create space for that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and and um well i mean i i agree i was just and it's funny i was just thinking i was just doing little like things on my fingers because we have sabbaticals built into our our game plan i was like wait where when's mine it's, mm. it's coming up so i was uh i was just kind of counting the years since my last one um those are longer you know, versus like, and we can take breaks, but those are longer sabbaticals. Um, so, w- for you though, I'm I'm curious for you. What about what about you? What What are the things like if you could list out a few that you go? This is why, even if they were, even if you were misguided. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I first started, uh, I think for me, the thing I really loved was creating spaces where people could worship. Okay. That were different. And yeah. so I really enjoyed that. So when I was able to do that and people would come in and they would experience God in a new way or they would say like, oh, this is what I've been looking mm-hmm. for all my life. I'm like, yeah, this the, the, I, this is what I'm doing, why I'm doing this. Um, to be honest, I also did, I got into ministry because I, I mean, I think at its most, I don't know if it's selfish, but at its most, base thing is I wanted to create a church that I wanted to go to yeah, and that, that I, I could invite my oh. friends to, but it wasn't, uh, I want to, I, a lot of times <coughs> I heard like, like with church planners, I'm not making a church for myself. I'm making a church for the people who, who don't have a place. And I'm like, eh, I'm making a church where I would go and feel willing to have other people yeah. come with me that I know and love. And so that's where I was started in, and I get super excited about is when I really enjoy church yeah. and, and worshiping God. And it, it's, it's connecting to me because then I feel empowered to invite and engage other people. It's interesting you say that because <clears throat> I've, I've told people that, and, and, the, and this is true, the mission church is not my ideal church. And what I mean by that, it's interesting because it, I actually do love it and it is my favorite one. And and it is where I would want to go and invite my friends because I always felt like the church experiences I would have would be, I, I often felt like there's this wouldn't connect with people I know, love, and I want to see come right. to Jesus. Like that's sure. what was missing. Yeah. So it wasn't so much about just my, and what I mean when I say that is when people will talk about, well, I don't really like the music and I'll go, you know, I like 1990s country and underground rap. Like, find me a church where i get that like that combo like where well, you should be working on that because there's probably a lot of people there probably are there is a whole genre that combines those two either. i actually hate that genre oh. i don't like them the, i don't the I, country that mixes with the underground rap that's interesting the alt, 
I would I would want one week to be um, '90s country week and one week to be underground hip hop week. Not don't try to <laughs> fuse the two. That would drive me insane. Actually, the genre that puts them together annoys me to all. I, all I figured in. it. Did. My daughter likes it. No, well that's hey, I respect. That's that. the only way I know about it. Is last week she told me about it. I haven't even heard any of it yet. She said she was going to send me a playlist. I'm like, okay, that sounds weird. Hey, enjoy. It's not for me, but. You know that with that church, I don't know if I can handle that church. Yeah, that's yeah. too far. Well, but, but but my point is, <clears throat> I so it's not my exact <laughs> preferences. Excuse me. But the thing I love is that we are trying to engage people who aren't used to church. Yeah, and who, and that's what maybe is my ultimate preference in it all. Sure. So sure. it is for me in that yeah. regard. Yeah, I think for me the other thing uh, I, I guess I say this a lot like oh i was driven to create a community both for myself and people who didn't know jesus they could come but that's actually not true i think i have always felt called to just people who are broken and don't have a place yeah i have never been one of those like oh we need to see tons of people come to christ and we need to i'm really interested in seeing disciples being made and people who have been in bondage to their own brokenness and things that have been done to them or just their poor long choices based yeah. on just their stories and all that to like to have a place of healing and to realize that they have really good things to offer and yeah. they have good things to offer me. And I think that's more, more important. I get super excited when I see, you know, husbands being husbands and, and yeah. wives being wives and, and learning to parent when they grew up in chaotic homes and now they're they're creating stability for their children. You know, one of my favorite things to say to people is, look at your children and then look at your life. And when you were a kid, it's not the same. Look what yeah. you've done. Look what God has, the kingdom of God has done. And that is really powerful moments. And my, just for me to watch these lovely children who are being parented by kid, by, by parents who grew up in just chaotic spaces in their mm. lives and really hard spaces. And that's just beautiful to me. Yeah, and I I would assume from knowing you that like some of the work of your parents and and just some of the stories you would hear around that sure. sort of stuff might have instilled some of this in you. But what you tell me though, what what is there like a key like a moment or uh, something where you would say that's why that's so deeply ingrained in me? Or? Uh, you know, I think from very little, and some of this is more in my memory because my mother would tell stories about it but i think from very little i was deeply concerned about the person who was not doing yeah. well so the when i was fifth grade and this isn't a big deal but when i was in fifth grade or not fifth grade when i was five kindergarten the first time i played soccer i was the best kid on the field for a, you know kindergarten but one of the things that was so distressing uh, to the coaches, and I don't know how it should be because I've watched you know five year olds run around on a soccer team. It, it's, it's chaos that there's no. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I scored a lot of the goals, so I was kind of a little bit better. But any time a kid would fall down, and if I had the soccer ball, I would just kick it and walk over and pick them up. Like I, I had no like killer mm. instinct. I was more concerned with the opposing team being okay. Mm. And I think it's just part of my nature. Like I, I don't, I don't like to see people in pain, and yeah. I, you know want to be part of whatever it takes to help them yeah and i think that's always been in my nature yeah no i can see that so that's cool that's probably why i'm here doing this with you on yeah this podcast yeah 
Yeah, for me, it's interesting. I um, that that's a part of my nature that, like, you know, we should probably you know co-pastor or something because I need that in my life. Like, I need I need people beside me that are more like that because that isn't my strong natural bent. Um, I see it. I, and I have to like work in myself to be like, okay, go help them back up, you know? Um, but my, like a, a key point that I can look at would be, so my best friend growing up became very disillusioned, skeptical, um, kind of mad at the whole thing and started like, and I, and I think he and I both ended up, we went, we were in Christian middle schools and that's where we got to know each other. And we both went to secular high schools and we both developed friend groups that were not full of Christians. Right. So there's him and then our friend groups. And I actually saw, I got a little taste of something in high school. Um, and that was that in my friend group in high school, there was a guy who had a pretty dramatic life-changing experience and became a Christian. And I was the Christian and we were in the same group and his story kind of kind of enlightened something in me to where I kind of came back around and we, we saw a movement. We saw people in our high school come to Christ and consider Jesus who we wouldn't have ever expected in our friend group. Um, and it, there actually seemed like something pretty profound happened in, in this period of time. And some of those people still would be in, in the faith and some, yeah. some may not be, but I still consider that that time they were thinking about it. They probably still are. Um, then in my friend's life, he kind of went down the skeptical path, but he and I had some pretty, pretty deep interactions around that. And he re-engaged with faith and actually ended up becoming a pretty, um, I, I would say he was influential in the life, lives of unbelievers himself because of his own journey. And I, there was a conversation I had with him that was kind of one of those pivotal moments. And it was actually kind of an argument. Um, where, where we were able to, I mean, he was, he was kind of belittling me and faith and I kind of, kind of responded and was like, who, who do you think you are, man? Like, and it was just an interesting thing that ended up with him actually going like, dude, I, I know I need to figure this out. I, 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 I'm just mad, you know? Yeah. So I think I look back on that time, kind of early high school, friends friend group yeah i think i started a church for them really for sure right like that that seems like there was something then building in me over the years is like i want to be back in those circles with with people in that situation who don't know christ or or are grappling with it and i want to be a part of that process so yeah yeah that's cool and here we are. Here we are. I think there's a. I think there's a certain element of tenacity that that brings us to the place, you know, of yeah. being willing to get up and have those crazy Mondays, and then move on to the next day. That's true. I think that God has gifted us with. I think you have to, if you're going to plant a church, you have to just be able to put one foot in front of the other, right. face the storm, know that Jesus is in the boat, and yeah, let's do that, it again. Do it again. Man, I, I think, and you have to hang on to the stories, like you're saying, like those stories of the early times when when God moved when you were young, 
Yeah. You know, I was thinking I, I too, you know, created that kind of church for, for the kids that I hung out with. Yeah. It, this morning I was talking to Susan and I said, you know, it's really interesting. I had, I have in some ways been part of it and created a church that is for my two friends, my yeah. two best friends who didn't like each other and couldn't really get along. <laughs> and so we never hung out together. Yeah. And now I create a community where they both come to and <laughs> they yeah. struggle to get along with each other because wow. they're so very different. Yeah. Um, they have, but they have things in common. They were both bright. They both liked, you know, board games, which is what I kind of have, was my yeah. hobby even then. So, but they didn't, we never played board games together hmm. ever. <laughs> they were my best friends. I hung out with them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Just not together. Man. But it's, uh, it's interesting. Yeah. You, you're influenced by, what God does in your life as a teenager and it yeah. shapes you. I think maybe your call springs up out of your teenage life. I wonder how often, often that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting to hear yeah. your stories that way. Well, yeah, there you go. There you go, man. I Thank gotta... you for uh, faith over breakfast podcast. Hey, you got it. Yeah. I love Thanks, it. Thanks for being here. You've been listening to Faith Over Breakfast with Pastor Eric Seepin and Pastor Andy Littleton. Please share us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you.